It is Friday, June 11th, 2021, and welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today on the show, we are breaking down everything from last night's Dirt Late Model Dream, talking Indiana Midget Week, and looking ahead to a busy dirt racing weekend. So let's get going. The 27th Dirt Lay Metal Dream is now in the books, and what a night it was. We had a little bit of everything last night, including a rain delay, some big wrecks, there was drama at the scales, some big movers, and at the end, a first-time event winner. In the big show, Brandon Overton started fourth, stayed right with leader Brandon Shepard through halfway, and with 39 laps to go, made his move. Following a restart, Overton slipped past Shepard and drove away to his first-ever career dream win and the $127,000 payday. Was the second crown jewel win for Overton and his 13th overall win this season. It was an impressive performance for the Georgia driver. Even though he doesn't run full time with the series, Overton continues to cement himself as one of the best in the business and a threat anytime that Wells 76 rolls into a racetrack. Overton was one of the big three we talked about all of last year, and thus far in 2021 is the only one of those three, which also included Shepard and Jimmy Owens, that continues to win on such a torrid pace. Much of the field last night was right along the fence, and there were plenty of crinkled right rear quarters because of it, but not Overton. He found speed right through the middle for a lot of the feature, and boy did it pay off. And the crazy thing of it is, we aren't done yet. Overton has a chance to add a lot more money to his weekend with Dream 26 on tap starting tonight. Behind Overton at the finish, Tim McCready, Kyle Bronson, Dale McDowell, and Shepard completed the top five. McCready started 11th and methodically picked his way towards the front. He was very good at the end, but didn't quite have enough uh, to run Overton down in lap traffic. With the way he ran last night, I would not be surprised to see McCready again be a factor on Saturday. The current Lucas points leader always rises to the occasion in these big money races. As for Kyle Bronson, he was strong through the entire 100 laps, starting third and staying right with their leaders all race long. And Shepard faded to fifth at the end after leading the first 61 laps. It was a strong showing for the Rocket House car, but they still seem to be missing just a little bit of something this year. Densarb Jr.'s 25th to 6th performance might have been the most impressive run of the night. He started 23rd in the night's first B-Main and drove all the way to 3rd to grab the transfer and then drove through the field to 6th in the feature. Herb was the beneficiary of Ross Bales being light at the scales following that first B. Bales had the transfer spot at the checkered flag but didn't make a minimum weight, which allowed Herb into the night's feature. Another thing we saw last night that we haven't seen much of in a while was a rare Kyle Larson mistake. He's been on such a roll lately, but last night while trying to put a big move on Dale McDowell, he spun out of the top five with 37 laps to go. He ended up 13th on the night. It was a shame because it looked like he had some speed late in the going. Another driver who I expected to be a serious contender, which I talked about yesterday and I've talked about a lot lately, um, was Jonathan Davenport. He never really challenged for the lead. Uh, you know, he started 13th, raced around the middle of the top 10 for most of the race, but ended up 7th. Uh, we'll have to see what he does the rest of the week, and I still think he's uh, going to be a, a factor in, in these races uh, before the, the, the weekend is over, but uh, just wasn't really there last night. He's been so good this season. That dominating prelim win, you know, it kind of, you know, gave us that sense that he was going to be the guy to beat. Uh, big shout-outs also last night to Nick Hoffman on a 21st to 9th run and Hudson O'Neill on a 23rd to 10th performance. The night was marred by a lot of cautions and a huge crash for Jason Fager in the five-lap scramble. Cars wrecked in front of him into turn one, and he was collected and ended up flipping really wildly. He did walk away from the incident, uh, thankfully. 
Looking ahead to tonight and the weekend, we are going to do it all over again. Tonight's program will again showcase a full program and two split field features paying 10000 to win each. The results will set up tomorrow's heat race lineups for Dream 26, which will pay $126,000 to win. Stay locked to Flow Racing all weekend long for live coverage. Elsewhere last night, Indiana Midget Week continued with round number six at Lincoln Park Speedway. After the 30-lap feature, we had another different winner and a new Midget Week points leader. Tanner Thorson started on the pole with his Reinbold Underwood teammate Chase Randall to his outside, but once green, it was all Thorson out front. He led every lap to become the sixth different winner in six nights. Days and Persley ended up second, Emerson Axum third, Buddy Kofoid fourth, and Wednesday's winner Corey Day went 12th to 5th to also earn the night's Hard Charger Award. Chris Wyndham was the points leader entering the night, but he suffered a flat tire in the feature and could only get back to 13th. That allowed Kofoid to take back the season-long points lead, while Dazen Persley has suddenly jumped to the top of the midget week points. He's got a one-point cushion over Wyndham with Kofoid three points back in third, and Logan Seavey only 11 points back in fourth. Persley has yet to finish outside the top 10 in a midget week feature. There are two nights left to decide things with the midgets headed to Gas City tonight and Kokomo on Saturday. If you can't be there, watch live on Flow. I feel like we haven't talked about the World of Outlaws sprint cars much lately, but there's been a lot of other racing going on, and the Outlaws have only raced twice in the last 20 days. David Gravel is the most recent winner back on Gran uh, back at Granite City last Saturday night, and Brad Sweet maintains the points lead by 56 over Gravel, with Carson Macedo third, Donnie Schatz fourth, and Sheldon Huddenshield in fifth. The series takes on Knoxville this weekend for two shows, with tonight paying 6,000 to win and Saturday night paying 10,000 to win. This will be the Outlaws' first appearance at the Sprint Car Capital of the World in 2021, and the Midwest guys will be in attendance to try and knock them off. The Outlaws raced at Knoxville six times in 2020, with incredibly only two guys getting wins. David Grabel won on May 8th and August 14th, and Kyle Larson won four times between June and August, including the $50,000 win on August 15th. Looking at win prediction for, uh, predictions for the weekend, the competitors who uh, are there don't have to worry about Larson as he's obviously in Eldora with the late model. With that being the case, it would seem Gravel is the favorite and the DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula agrees. He tops Logan Schuhart and Donnie Schatz in win chances for the weekend. Don't count out Brad Sweet or Carson Macedo tonight and tomorrow. Both drivers have previous Knoxville wins, and they will all be hungry to try and get a victory and make more moves in the standings. And you've heard me say it before, we are still waiting on win 300 for Donnie Schatz. It's been 35 World of Outlaws races, uh, races since we had a Donnie Schatz victory. You have to go back a lot of years to find a win, uh, winless streak that long for Schatz. Grandstands open tonight at 5.30 local time, and Dirt Vision will have live streaming coverage. We've gotten to watch a lot of dirt racing so far this month, and that won't slow down anytime soon. The All-Star Circuit of Champions are at Attica tonight for the Ohio Sprint Speed Week opener, and we're about to get eight sprint car races in nine nights. The series heads to Fremont Saturday, has Sunday off, and then continues for six more nights starting Monday at Wayne County. Tyler Courtney is the all-star points leader by 92 currently over Ian Madsen, with Hunter Schoenberg third, Bill Baylog fourth, and Corey Eliason in fifth. This will be a grueling stretch for the teams, but if someone can string together some good nights, this could go a long ways towards cementing good points finishes later in the year. A strong contingent of outsiders and Ohio regulars will be ready to challenge the all-star full-timers, and you can probably count on a few of these nights being won by somebody who isn't an all-star regular. 
One of the guys I would look at there is Rico Abreu. He's running the entire speed week, and only Tyler Courtney has a better average finish than he does over the previous five races. Rico begged a speed week win in 2020 at Muskegon County, was an Attica winner in September, and according to the DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula, is the favorite for tonight. Other recent Attica winners to watch out for include Cap Henry, Tim Schaefer, and Justin Peck. Henry will also be a good pick for tomorrow at Fremont as well. Another driver I'm going to be watching is Past Conversations guest Tanner Holmes. The Oregon driver is towing out to run all of Speed Week and will be turning 18 years old during the trip. He made his 410 debut earlier this year at the Wild Wing Shootout and was very respectable against some tough fields. You can watch all eight nights live on Flow if you can't be there. We'll obviously have a lot more on Ohio Sprint Speed Week next week. If you're looking for other racing this weekend to check out, make sure to hit up the schedule pages at dirtondirt.com and tjslideways.com. There's an IRA doubleheader, there's war sprint cars this weekend, an ARC 410 doubleheader, and plenty of local and regional late model and modified action and more. Should be a great couple of days for dirt racing. If you can't get to the track, there are 38 shows on the streaming schedule for tonight with a lot more to come this weekend. That includes the Dream at Eldora, Indiana Midweek, Ohio Sprint Speed Week for the All-Stars, the World of Outlaws at Knoxville, and a whole boatload of other races. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. And if you're near the Belleville High Banks this weekend, make sure to check out the Kansas Sooner Clash on Saturday featuring the Sooner Limited Modified Series and the Sooner Late Model Series. The event features 20 grand in purse money and things get underway starting at 6.30. For more details, check out SoonerLimitedModifiedSeries.MyRacePass.com. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Friday and a good weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, maybe some win predictions, uh, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily where you get podcasts plus YouTube and Facebook. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe and leave a review. Also, hit that thumbs up button on the YouTube videos. That does help me out. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. And you can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.